And now more Operation Freedom with your host, Dr. Dave Janda, on Southeast Michigan's conservative powerhouse, Wham! Talk 1600. Welcome back to Operation Freedom, folks. I'm Dr. Dave Janda, broadcasting from our ancillary bunker, linked to our main freedom bunker in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor. We're here every Sunday for you from 2 to 5 Eastern live. 24-7 at DaveJanda.com. Stop on by. Tremendous amount of content for you to uh, and, and not only encounter, but for you to indulge yourself and then take that content in our bucket brigade of truth and pass it on to everyone you know and love. The more people educated with the facts and what's really happening, uh, what's really happening that the bought-off lamestream fake media will never tell you about, the more people that are educated with the truth and the facts the more people that become empowered. And the more people that become empowered, well, the sooner we end this reign of terror, you know, reign of purposeful terror <laughs> by the globalist cult, the New World Order crowd, the criminal international banking syndicate, the shadow government, the globalist syndicate, whatever you want to call them, it's all the same. It's an entity that wants to strip you of your freedom, of your liberty, of your future, of your life, not hyperbole, of your life of our constitutional republic. Stop on by at DaveJanda.com and get that information and pass it on. Single best thing you can do during the holiday weekend and a holiday week and holiday weeks and for the new year. My next guest is someone who has put her life on the line to bring you the information that you need to know. Uh, she could have stayed being a very successful entrepreneur and business executive. But Sarah Westall has an incredible track record of, of creating and developing multiple companies, including a very successful management and consulting firm, an international import and manufacturing company. She's a dynamic leadership, uh, leadership roles, and her career has been spent building high-performance teams in highly competitive industries. Sarah has a computer science and business management systems degree from the College of Science and Engineering at the University of Minnesota with an emphasis in management information systems from the Carlson Business School. Sarah started her career at the center of the internet revolution at U.S. West Communications, where she was promoted multiple times to eventually becoming director of the advanced networking group responsible for all of the systems design and development for enterprise, the internet and networking arm of U.S. West. But rather than remaining in the corner office at the highest level of the building, what she did is she decided that, well, she was going to turn her attention to helping every person in our country and around the world by providing information that what some people still refer to as the, quote, mainstream media, end quote, when in reality that entity is the bought-off lamestream fake media. Sarah has put her life on the line. She has been targeted for bringing forward information that that lamestream media will never provide. Her website, which is chock full of tremendous amount of information and content, Sarah Westall, W-E-S-T-A-L-L, -L, Sarah Westall. 
www.freedomsfriendsfoundation.com. It is my privilege and pleasure to welcome back our friend, Freedom's friend, and your friend, Sarah Westall. Sarah, welcome back to the Operation Freedom Show and Platform. Thank you, Dave. That was a nice intro. You know, I listen to that and I think, gosh, <laughs> what what made us do that? I, I would never change what I'm doing because we have to fight. But you just think, oh, gosh, this fight is grueling. But we, we must continue. Well, Sarah, when I look at where we are today, and, and please tell me if this is, an, is, this is not accurate from your assessment. When I look at where we are today, and I look at where we were a year ago, I actually believe, oh, not that we should celebrate, but I believe we're in a better position today than we were a year ago. And one of the reasons is because the relentless pursuit of the truth by the independent media through your yeah. platform, our platform, and a number of others, a prevent a presenting information about their the globalist cult's bioweapon, COVID, and their bioweapon-related jab, and the deleterious effects it has had on every person, not just in our country, but the world. There has been an awakening to that. And I also believe that with, and you can love him or hate him, but with Elon Musk doing what he's done so far, as it relates to one, buying Twitter, two, bringing in people that are revealing information from the inside of Twitter, and three, getting rid of the globalist cult members such as Jim Baker, the former general counsel of the FBI that then became deputy general counsel yeah. of Twitter. Uh, these, All these things, I think, put us in a better position for 2023 as we were going into 2022. Now, is that delusional or is that, you think, accurate? I think that it's accurate, but I also think they're farther along too. So they're escalating their agendas. And um, in this country, people are waking up, but we we have a lot more to do, right? I mean, they the, everything's a psyop and mm -hmm. they know how to work with people psychologically. It's very advanced. And we're we're do it's a non-conventional war that we're fighting, and they work with people's energy, emotions, and influence people on a level most people don't understand or see. And so, if you're not cognitive cognitively aware of what's going on, they manipulate, they highly manipulate you, and that's what people need to wake up to: is how much you're being manipulated uh, to the extreme without you realizing it. And we are better than we were because people are waking up to that. But there are a lot of their things that seem like it's we're winning could also be part of their agenda to um, calm people down so they can move on with another agenda item. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Now, one of their um, main bazookas, if you will, that they have used over uh, hundreds of years, times actually, uh, but in particular over the past uh, 50 years has been what we call the bought off lamestream fake media that some pe some zealots still here in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor, also known as Moscow on the Huron River, still refer to as the mainstream media. There are some chinks in that bazooka 
of the bought off lamestream fake media starting to show themselves. I want to play this clip from Great Britain News um, of this reporter speaking about their bioweapon and their bioweapon related jab because I think one of the boomerang effects that they weren't counting on was the opposition that us, quote, useless eaters, end quote, um, provided with their psyops, as you mentioned, with their psychological and information war against the people of the world and their freedom-stripping agenda with their freedom-stripping bioweapon. I want to play this clip and get your take because this is a, when people start stepping out in their own media complex, this is a huge problem for them. Let, let, let me get your reaction to this. Derek, hit the clip. Just one thing first. Joe Biden called it a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Andrew Neal, formerly of this parish, spoke of punishing the unvaccinated. Jeremy Vine spoke figuratively of holding people down and forcibly jabbing them. Oddly, the smiling fascist Justin Trudeau of Canada called the unvaccinated racist. Quite a leap, that one, and a bit rich from a man famous for blackface. But as a spokesperson from Pfizer admitted in the Dutch parliament this week, the vaccine was never tested for transmission. In other words, stopping you giving COVID to others. So what the authorities told us about stopping the spread with a jab was a total lie. Take it to protect granny, a historic falsehood. Whilst safe for most, though we can't be sure, we don't have long-term data, large numbers of people around the world have suffered severe side effects. And some, including former BBC presenter Lisa Shaw, have died. Uh, Lisa, a healthy woman in her 40s, here pictured with her husband, Gareth. She statistically did not need the jab. But based upon the idea that somehow she was helping others, she took one for the team. She's gone now. Her husband, a widower, her young son without his mummy. The conspiracy theorists, the tin hat brigade, the so-called anti-vaxxers, who were no such thing but simply wanted personal choice, were right all along. For the record, I'm triple jabbed. But did I need it? You tell me. We will never forget the politicians, the corporations and the high profile celebrities and TV doctors who needlessly coerced us into having the vaccine. They've got blood on their hands. Never forgive, never forget, and never again. Sarah, your take. My take, I would say that we're winning in the hearts and the minds in COVID. I think that people are figuring it out because they're watching 47 i just published i published a lot of articles on this i know you you've you've seen them and read them and 47 percent according to a uh poll the rasmussen poll 47 percent of people have had either major or minor side effects from the vaccine and of course that doesn't count the people who've died and other uh, governments are coming out with numbers that are crazy the government or not the government insurance agency in germany has come out and showed the extreme increase in deaths in their you know their death numbers 
So these kind of things are coming out and people are learning about it. My take is that we're learning, but we're not doing what we should be doing yet. Peter McCullough came out and I, I published a, wrote a paper or an article about this, that he said that we need to immediately fund clinics uh, for dealing with people who have vaccine injuries. Otherwise, we're going to see death or we're going to see uh, catastrophic results from these vaccines if we don't get ahead of this. Uh, he didn't say that exactly. I'm paraphrasing. But that I wrote the the article around that because I think that's the most important thing that we can do. Uh, you know, we have Sherry Edwards who's doing stuff, clinics all over the country with frequency type work. It's a new kind of medicine, kind of advanced medicine. But we need mainstream medicine to get ahead of this too. And I'm not seeing any of that really. There's pockets, but it's not it's not in a way that we need to deal with the injuries and the suffering that people are suffering right now and they will be into the future if we don't get ahead of this. So Peter McCullough and I just did an interview that's going to be released tomorrow. And we spoke about what you just mentioned to get ahead of this. And Sarah, we also spoke about mainstream medicine, if you will, if you want to call it that. Um, what we call the medical industrial complex. And uh, to give folks a bit of a preview, Peter went to medical school, internship, residency, fellowship, as I did. We both believe the medical industrial complex, the current medical centers in our country, are not going to step up. And the reason is because they have all been, diplomatic word is captured, realistic word is bought and paid for by government bureaucrats, government agencies, and big pharma, and big medicine. And this is why, Sarah, it is so important for folks to get the information that you speak about and we speak about. So, they take the necessary steps. See, this is what the key, I believe, Sarah, I agree with you. It's every individual, if, 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 if people are going to wait for a government official or a medical center or the Surgeon General, in this case, to step forward and do the right thing, you're going to die waiting. Yeah, and that's what I'm afraid of. I, you know, we're we're farther along in people understanding, but we're not farther along in people moving and getting something accomplished. I'm really concerned about the suffering of people and people dying. And you know, I have been because I've been almost insane about. You know, I've just been really, it's really bothered me. I uh, uh, as far as making sure we have solutions for people. And when I saw him say that in his, he was at the Ron Johnson Senate. Um, hearing, mm-hmm. I picked up on that immediately. I'm like, this is exactly what needs to happen. We need to move. We need to move now, and we need to set these things up. And you're right. If the if we're waiting for the government, there's going to be a lot of death. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, but from what I'm hearing from all sorts of sources, is that it's a three to five year kind of death sentence kind of thing. I I don't know. And so we want to get ahead of it. 
and build up people's immunities and deal with it until we have cures, if you will. You know, your body can heal itself. We need to get ahead of this because we it, it, we already are, the country's already um, very weak. We have weak things everywhere. But if we lose a lot of people in a short amount of time, that could cause a collapse of this country very quickly. And um, it, it's a problem on so many different levels. It's very serious. And I, I don't even know really how to uh, communicate it other than people who are leaders in this country need to start being leaders and to not wait for somebody else to get things done. And that includes every leader in our in their own home. Um, I have a clip from that hearing, this roundtable chaired by Senator Johnson at the Capitol building with Dr. McCullough in a brief clip. And I want to play it because it's that important. And then I want your take because one of the first things that folks can do, it appears that this is a dose-related of situation with this bioweapon. And if you reduce the load of the bioweapon, it's the first step you can take. Derek, hit the clip and then we'll get Sarah's take. I think it has to be said to the pathway to, to prevent any more harm is all the vaccines need to be pulled off the market and withdrawn. That needs to happen immediately. All the vaccine mandates should be dropped immediately. We need requests for applications and immediate funding for vaccine injury centers of excellence across the United States for screening, detection, uh, diagnosis, prognosis, and management. Uh, we need a massive shift in our healthcare system towards managing now this large number of vaccine injured people. What's at stake here is death. And the deaths that were reported by Mr. Dowd and, and others, the deaths on a more probable than not basis that are occurring in someone who have taken a vaccine are due to the vaccine and the autopsy studies show it. It's alarming to save American lives. Now these vaccines need to be pulled off the market. Yeah, that's what should be done. <laughs> I, th that's exactly the quote, the, it, what I was referring to. And the fact that the vaccines haven't been pulled off the market yet is incredible. That's why I'm saying we're farther along mentally, but that needs to happen immediately mm -hmm. and then the next thing that he talked about is having those clinics set up that mm -hmm. needs to happen immediately and i think what he said the wisdom of what he said was probably the most important thing that was said in the last week came coming from him on what we need to do immediately to save a large section of a population and um I don't know. We we fight wars for us to be safe, and if this isn't more important than that, I don't. I, you know, Dave, it's it is Twilight Zone kind of situation that we're even talking about something like this. It is. But it it is, and it's very serious. And like I said, what he said is probably it should be front page news on every newspaper and every university in the country should be following what he said immediately. You know, Sarah, um, the interview I did with Pete that will be out tomorrow, we both got pretty emotional. And actually, we got very emotional. And the reason is because everything that's occurred over the past three years is absolutely contrary to everything we had learned 
had been taught and both of us had practiced for over 30 years in taking care of people. And what's really bothersome is that people put aside any education they had at all about medicine, about any type of analysis, any type of questioning. They put it by the million, by the hundreds of millions of people in our country, put it to the side. And they put themselves in harm's way needlessly. And that actually speaks to the power of their censorship operation, the cult's censorship operation, the and, and their psyops. You know, I played a portion from a West Point presentation where they said one of the ways that you can take down, you know, it's, it's advanced warfare, is creating an illness and then using the wrong uh, protocols to solve it that will actually hurt people. And he talked about this, and this was before, I can't remember the doctor's name, um, the famous doctor in this PSYOP area, the, the leading one. And uh, he talked about that being how we can, de- de- we can take down a country. And I think he was describing COVID. I do too. And I think that um, there's a lot of trauma that's going along around with doctors and nurses. I've talked to a lot of them that, you know, if you talk to the people, everyday people, you can see it in their faces. You can hear it in their voices. They're very traumatized. And what they need to do is realize what they've been taught. They need to put behind them what happened. Okay. If you made a bad decision, you did what you did, but you can move forward and then you can save lives going forward. We need to do what's right going forward because there's a lot of lives on the line and it's the right thing to do. It's not just doctors that have been taught what to how what the right thing to do. Every single person in this country that was raised as an American was taught what the right thing to do was. And it's traumatic to all of us, but you got to put behind any decision you made in the past and make new and better ones going forward. Sarah, in our last minute and a half, I believe it's absolutely imperative, starting now and going through the new year and all through 2023, that people follow you on a daily basis, that they take your information and then pass it on to others. Educate our listeners how each and every one of them can be in touch with you and your information on a daily basis. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Uh, You can go to my website, sarahwestall.com. You can see the different... Um, plate platforms I'm on. I'm all over the place, but my website's my my home base. I have quite a bit going on this coming year with a big censorship coalition that we're creating, and then also um, my truth platform called Ebonier. I'm totally uplifting that too. I want to do communities for support. So there's a lot of things I have working too. So if you go to sarahwestall.com, you'll see my interviews with you, and. Um, Thank you. And please share my work and share Dave's work and help get this information out. Sarah, I'd like to thank you for everything you have done, are doing, and will do. You have been targeted by the globalist cult. You have been defamed, slandered, harassed. 
yet you continue to go after the cult and in the process help every person in our country and the world as it relates to their freedoms